Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. He's here, and we are not here just worshiping a thought or an idea. We're worshiping the King. And he is walking this place this morning. We had a fabulous first service. We had God really, really touch some people's lives. Um, and we're going to preach on healing this morning. Amen. How many know we need healing? Not just healing in our physical bodies. We're going to believe God for that. But we need healing in our finances, in our marriages, in our inner lives, our spiritual walks with God, in our relationships, all kinds of things. We could need healing. Whatever you could possibly need healing for this morning, I came believing. I don't know if you came believing, but I came believing for you. Healing only believe. Amen. And we have some tremendous testimonies that I'm going to get into in just a minute. But I want to show you something this morning. And trust me, it's not just me bragging on my grandson. But it is uh, something that's going to tie in. Because how many believe God is a supernatural God? Amen. Welcome those that are online. Amen. Let's give them a hand that are watching online this morning from all different places. We welcome you. Hope to see you soon. Amen. I want to put up my grandson, and I, Thursday I was hanging out with him, and I want you to listen to this. Let's do that one more time. Turn it up just a little bit. That was too cute. Amen. How many know that we have that power and authority with, our, with God? Yeah. Amen. I, that's supernatural because how many know kids don't smile all the time, especially when they're that age? And I was thinking about when that happened, I, I shared that with my dad and I shared it with Pastor Dylan. And they both, it was the whole, three's a witness, amen. They both told me, do you remember when Imani smiled when we got this building? And I wanted to share that again this morning because it's supernatural. We got to understand this morning, if we're going to believe for a miracle, it's not something physical, something we can conjure up. It's supernatural. It's miraculous. Amen. And when we got into this building, there's some people that don't know. I haven't told this story for a long time. We've been, I think, next month in this building for four years already, which is crazy. Time is flying. Amen. God has done tremendous things in these four years, seen lots of lives changed. But to get this building, it was hard. You know, we know Jimmy today, and we know how he is, and what a great guy he is. But he, was, he had a Pharaoh's heart at one time, and he didn't want to let this building go. And, and, and most people don't know that I used to come here, and I knew where the key was, and I'd get in this building, and I would come sit in this sanctuary, which wasn't a sanctuary yet, and I would put chairs out, and I would visualize us having church in this place. And I would pray that God would touch his heart. And we had had several meetings, and we were getting very, very close to being out of that building. We were out of our lease, and we needed a miracle. We needed this building to open up. I knew this is where we were supposed to be. So I got together with Pastor Dylan, and they had just had Imani. She was just a few weeks old, and we went to lunch together. I remember we went and ate lunch together, and then we came to see the building, and we prayed over it together. And we got back to the old building and we were getting Imani out of, the, out of the vehicle, and we took him inside. From, Pastor Dylan went to the bathroom or something. So I was with Imani, and I said, Lord, show me a sign that we're going to get this building. I said, Lord, if, you, if we're going to get this building, tell Imani to smile at me right now. 
And she, she had been grouchy all morning. How many know babies can be grouchy? And notice that mom wasn't around either, okay? So she was probably with the bottle. And I looked down, and immediately she gave me the biggest smile from ear to ear, and I knew that God was going to give us this building. Literally, no exaggeration, within 30 minutes, Jimmy called me, and that day we did this, the, the agreement for this building to be in this building. Amen? From that smile through the little baby. So that's supernatural, amen? God can do supernatural things, and I want you to raise your faith this morning to believe. We had a lady in the first service who has arthritis. Her fingers were totally bent, and they totally straightened out this morning as we were praying for her, amen? Totally. She came up here and showed her hands totally straight. We had Gabriel who's been dealing with back pain. How many know there's back pain and there's back pain? He's been dealing for back, with back pain for years and he got healed, and he, 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 when you see the face of somebody who's been healed, there's no denying it, amen? He came up here and bent over, and he had a smile from ear to ear. Uh, my, I'm just going off some of the ones I remember. Myra uh, said that she, I didn't, we didn't even ask. She just grabbed the mic, amen? said, I, I had all kinds of pain in my neck, and I felt a heat on my neck, and it's gone, and she was moving her neck around. And, but better than all of those, the greatest miracle happened. A couple came together, and this woman's been coming. I think she was uh, uh, invited by Tiffany, and she came to this church, I think, several times, and she's been having marital problems with her husband, and they came together, and they both raised their hands this morning and came forward and got saved and gave their lives to Jesus, amen, and God did a miracle in their marriage. That's the greatest miracle. How many believe that this morning? Psalms 103, verse 1. I want to push through this quickly because I want to have time to pray for your need this morning. We're going to pray for those that are watching online. And God is going to do miracles today. You know, it's a benefit and a privilege that we have with God. And it says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Can somebody bless his name? Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget, watch this, not all of his benefits. Did you know that when you get saved, you get benefits? Not only do you get to go to heaven, not only do you get forgiven for your sins, but there's benefits. What are they? He forgives all of our iniquities. He heals some of our diseases. What does it say? All of our diseases. He redeems us from a life of destruction. Do I have anybody in here that's been redeemed from a life of destruction? Brian said it at, at offering, amen. We know Pastor Mario has been delivered from a life of destruction, amen. And there's been all over this place, there's people, maybe today is your day that you need to be delivered. He says, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Father, we take authority this morning over sickness and disease and pain, Father God, and demons and darkness and every foul spirit of the enemy that could come against your church this morning. And we declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we declare that he's on the throne. And we declare that by your stripes we're healed this morning. And you're going to move this morning in this place. And nobody's going to leave the same way they came in. In the mighty name of Jesus, speak through your word. And let faith arise in this place in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to look at Mark chapter 5. A story. Just one story this morning. Mark chapter 5. Now when Jesus had crossed over... Again, by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. 
And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus, by, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And he begged him earnestly and said, My little daughter lies at the point of death. I mean, no, that's serious. This isn't praying for a headache. This is point of death. This is desperation like Pastor Mario was talking about. Come and watch this. I want you to see something. This is the key this morning. And I want you to leave this particular verse up for a moment. He says, come and lay your hands on her that maybe she would be healed. Look at the wording. He says, he says, come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed. He is exercising faith. He is not wondering if she's going to be healed. He is declaring she's going to be healed. And he says, and she will live. I want, one of the things I want to throw out is a disclaimer this morning that's important for us to think about. Is you got to understand that maybe you're here and maybe you prayed for a loved one that passed away. Maybe you're here and you have something that you prayed for and it hasn't come out the way you wanted it to come out. I want you to understand something. It is never a lack of God's power that things don't happen. Amen? It is some things we're not going to understand, but we are going to continue to pray and believe what God's word says, no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the situation is, because there's two things God can't do. He can't fail and he can't lie. Can somebody say amen? He is not a failure and he's not a liar. And he says in his word that he will heal all of our diseases. And so you've got to understand that maybe you're thinking, why didn't this get answered or why didn't get that get answered? I want to tell you something. Get this. There are some things we're not going to understand until we get to heaven. God did not ask us to say, hey, should we pray for healing in this and should we not pray for healing in that? He said, pray for healing. He commands us to walk in his power. And when you start, stop trying to figure things out, you're going to see more miracles in your life. When you stop trying to equate, when you stop trying to, to discern and figure out why this or why that, how about you just do this? Only believe. Look at the person next to you and say, just believe. Amen? Just believe. Just believe. Period. No questions asked. So he says, if you will go lay your hands on her, she will be healed and she will live. So he has exercised faith. Now watch what happens. So Jesus went. How many know Jesus is always going to go? Jesus is always willing to heal. Jesus is always wanting to do it. He's never going to say no. And so he goes and he follow, they follow him. And a great multitude comes and throngs him. Do you see what's happening here? We don't have anything specific written right here what's happening in this narrative. But what is happening is how many know as a father, Jairus is uh, Jairus the father is a little bit worried because he's supposed to be going to heal his daughter who's going to die. He has expressed faith that he's going to heal her, but now he's being delayed by this crowd of people. If you don't get anything else out of this message, get this. God's delays are not God's denials. Did you hear that? God's delays are not God's denials. I didn't say this in the first message, and, and that always seems to happen. God always give you something else or something different, and there may be some things I said in the first that I won't say this one. But I was thinking about this right here. You know, a lot of times in our lives, we're, we're just called to do what God told us to do. We're just called to obey. 
God did never, I don't know if you've ever found a scripture in here that says, try to figure me out. Has anybody found a scripture where God says, figure me out. I'm going to make sense to you. We don't see that. God simply says, pray for the sick. You know what that means? That means I could pray for so many different people in my life. I can pray every day for my mother to get out of that wheelchair. I can pray every day for a certain miracle, a certain healing, or something to happen in my life. And, and I could go to pray for somebody else, and I could think, well, because God hasn't healed my mom like I want him to, or God hasn't healed this situation like I want him to, then he can't heal here. But see, I don't do that. God works on a situation-by-situation basis. And God is looking for you to have faith for your situation. He's not asking you to look at what's going on in somebody else's life. He's asking you to look up and look to him and believe for your situation. And in every situation, regardless of what's happened in the past, what God has or hasn't done, what I haven't seen or have seen, I'm going to believe this time that God is going to do a miracle today because yesterday's over and tomorrow's not here yet. So I'm going to live in the present and I'm going to believe God for a miracle. I'm going to trust God. But sometimes when he is delaying us, listen to what Brian said in his testimony. God is healing Bria. She's never supposed to walk. Now she's walking without a walker. So God is doing a a processed healing in her. She is breaking all the norms of what she's supposed to be able to do. And God knows why. So we're not going to question why she wasn't immediately healed. Maybe it's because God wants to do a whole bunch of testimonies. And he, and he is. But watch this. Sometimes when we are delayed, or sometimes when things are not going the way we want to go, or sometimes we even feel like, God, where are you at? Where, where is my freedom? Where is my breakthrough? God is keeping us from something. Yesterday... I sprayed, and you know why I hate summer anyways. I'm just going to throw that in here. You know why? Everybody thinks it's just because I sweat. No, I hate bugs. Bugs everywhere. There's no bugs in the winter. Amen. I just had to throw that in there, so it just made me feel better. I don't ever have to whip out mosquito stuff or none of that. But I had to get this bug spray to spray on the grass, try to kill the mosquitoes and the fleas. But I got two big dogs, and I don't want them to die. I I love the dogs, and I don't want them to die. So I got to figure out how I can put this stuff on the grass and make sure they don't they don't uh, you know go lick the grass and get sick. So Sam is 12, and I don't have to worry about him because he don't move. I just find a nice spot for him, and he'll lay there all day long. But Kobe goes everywhere, and 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 he never stops. As long as I'm moving, he's moving. So I, so I had to get Kobe and put him in the cage. And I don't like to put him in there too long because he whines. So we get done. I sprayed the grass. Supposed to wait 24 hours. That's not going to happen. But I went and got him on the leash. And so I began to walk him around the yard on the concrete. And then I took him into the house. And then we took him to the man cave. And so I'm walking him around on the leash. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said, this is how I take care of my people. See, sometimes he's got us on a leash. And sometimes he's walking us around. He knows there's poison and danger and bad situations all around us. But he's holding us close. And we feel like he's denying us. But he's not denying us. We don't feel like he's delaying. He's just delaying us, church. Well, that poison can dry so we can get out there and run again. Amen. And once that was dry, I pulled that thing off and 
He shot out, ran, he's running all over the place. But it was so clear to me that we have to understand in the healing business, God is always willing, but he is not going to do it the way we want all the time. And we just have to understand God doesn't have a watch. I like watches. God doesn't have one. If I was to give God a watch for his birthday, he would throw it into the water. He don't have a watch. Amen. Does anybody realize that God does not have a watch? And so his ways are not our ways. His, his timing is not our timing. This man has all this stuff going through his head as he knows his daughter is dying and all these people are pushed up against Jesus. Let's keep reading. So Jesus went with them. Sorry, and, yeah, verse 26, thank you. Where are we at? 25, thank you. I stopped in the middle. You're, you're good, Claudia. Go back to 25. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but grew worse. At this moment, church, Jairus' miracle is being delayed, but God is working on somebody else. Would you be okay that while God is doing something else, in your, while you feel like you're being delayed, God is doing something else? Can I tell you something that will help you? God is always working. He's always working. Even when it seems like he's not around, he's working. God doesn't take days off. He doesn't take Memorial Day off. He doesn't take vacations. He's always working. And he's always working in you, and he's always working in somebody else at the same time. And so while he is working on this woman with the issue of blood, and she's pressing in to touch Jesus, Jesus is also working on Jairus' faith because he's in a delay. He's being delayed. And this woman pushes up with an issue of blood, and many of you have probably heard this story. And then it goes on to say in verse 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd, and here's what you've heard, touched the hem of his garment. And she said, if I would just touch his clothes, I will be made well. This morning, some of you just need to say, if I would just get a hold of his presence, if I would just touch Jesus, he will heal my body. He will heal my marriage. He will heal my finances. If I can just believe, just believe, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body, she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction of 12 years. And Jesus, immediately knowing of in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said something crazy. He said, who touched my clothes? That's kind of a crazy question, as you'll see with his disciples. What do you mean? Don't you see the multitude pushing up against you, and you say, who touched me? See, there's a lot of people in this place right here, right now. There's a lot of people watching online, but not everybody has the faith to touch Jesus. People who have the faith to touch Jesus will get their miracle. They'll get their healing. There was a lot of people around Jesus, and there were several people touching him. But one woman had faith that moved Jesus' body, and he felt the power go out of him. And he said, somebody has touched me. And he looked around and said, who has done this thing? Who is this person of faith? Next verse. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And she said to her, daughter, my power has made you whole. 
Now that's obvious. But what made her whole? You're always going to see in the Bible when somebody gets a miracle, it is their faith that made them whole. Always Jesus comes and says, your faith. If people get healed this morning in that first service, they get healed because they had faith. It doesn't mean other people don't have faith. It just means they had more faith. There's certain moments in your life where you're going to have low faith. There's other times when you're going to have more faith. There's other times you're going to have more faith than that. And there's just times you go up and down. But our job is to just do this. God, I believe you at your word. And I'm not going to live my life looking at what I see. I'm going to live my life believing in what your word says. Do you see the difference? The Bible does not say the just shall live by the, what they see. It says the just shall live by faith. Faith moves God's hand. While you're looking at this and you're thinking about this, I want you to think about something. If God never healed a person again, if every time I ever preached for healing and pre preached on this message and believed for healing and nothing ever happened, would it be possible that I could still please God alone with just my faith? Some of you are going to get that tomorrow. Did you catch what I said? It's not just about me getting a physical healing in my body because I know people. Listen, if there's one person that I know believes she can get out of that wheelchair, it's my mom. So she, what, what, if, what if God's will is to continue to work on the faith of my mother? I'm not God. I don't know. But I can tell you this. I know she believes. I know I believe for her. I know we believe for her. I know we're believing for Jawan's heart. I know we're believing for uh, Veronica's mom. I know we're believing for miracles in these things. And it doesn't mean that there's not faith. But what if God is working on our faith? What if he's looking and getting pleased by the fact that even though we don't see a change in the circumstance, in the situation, I still believe. Are you listening to me? The fact that my mother's been in a wheelchair for 20 years does not shake my faith at all. Because every time I believe for my mother's healing, it goes up as righteousness. The Bible says Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. So God allows us to go through situations, and sometimes the healing doesn't come when we want it to happen because he's working on us. But God's delay is not God's denial. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. And guess what happens? All of a sudden, while he's speaking, someone comes from the ruler of the synagogue of the house of Jairus and says, your daughter is dead. It's too late now. Delay, not just delay, denied. Jairus, Jairus was denied. He, he said, Jesus, if, you just, if you'll just go, she'll be healed. And Jesus went, but he was delayed. And so what is Jairus doing in this moment? I believe that Jairus is doing what I just said. He's believing anyways. He's not allowing the circumstances or the words to happen. You know, we don't always have the narrative in these stories. Put yourself there. Jairus, your daughter's dead. While Jesus was not getting to her, she died. Why trouble the teacher any further? But how many are thankful this morning that he wasn't just a teacher? How many are thankful this morning that we're not praying to a teacher? 
We're not praying to a, a picture on a wall, somebody. We're not praying to Hare Krishna or some dead God. We're praying to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the one who defeated death, hell, and the grave. And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said, don't be af- now I want you to get this. If you don't get anything else, don't be afraid. Only believe. Look at the person next to you and say, just believe. Let me know, this is dire. She's dead. He had faith. Why has my faith failed me? How many of you are here this morning and you think, man, why, is my, why doesn't God see my faith? I, don't I believe? Is my faith not real? You're going through things. You're wondering. You've prayed for so long. You've believed for something for so long. Your faith has been affected. The only thing that can keep a miracle from happening is doubt. So we keep the faith. We keep the faith. And I'm going to go to the grave with that faith that Jesus heals. Either Jesus is going to come back in the rapture and take me home, or I'm going to the grave believing that Jesus heals. And he can heal anything. And there's nothing impossible for him. And he permitted, this is important, he permitted no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. If you want to get a healing and you want to see miracles in your life, stop hanging around deadbeats and get around some people who believe in miracles and believe that this world can change and believe that a marriage can change and believe that lives can change and stop hanging around people that say there's no hope because there's hope. So he says, I'm only taking a few guys with me because I need some people who believe. When I've ever prayed for somebody in a hospital in dire situation and condition, I don't, if there's family members that aren't saved, I want them out the room. I don't want doubt in that place. I want faith. I want us to believe that God is going to do a miracle. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a bunch of people. That's what tumult means. And those who wept and wailed loudly. And he came in and said, why do you make this commotion? Here's what God wants to say to your situation today. Your situation is not dead. It's just being delayed. Your miracle is not over. It's just been delayed. This child is just sleeping. How many know that's good news? How many know that we serve a God who can take a dead child and make him sleeping? Amen? He says, and they ridiculed him. See, we get ridiculed for believing in miracles. We get ridiculed for, for praying for people. Watch this. We get ridiculed, and people tell us, why do you pray for people? What if no one, no one gets healed? What if, no one, what, if, what if you have a prayer meeting right now, and nobody gets healed? Well, first and foremost, I'm not God, so I'm not in control of that. All God said was to preach his word and believe on him. And my question is, what if they do get healed? But we'll never know if we don't lay our hands on them. We'll never know if we don't preach healing. We'll never know if we don't speak out in faith. That, that lady would still have shriveled hands today if we wouldn't have preached healing. Gabriel go to work tomorrow with a messed up back still. And on and on. That marriage may be heading for divorce. Church, we do this because God is in control. What if they do get healed? What if something miraculous happens? You know, I prayed specifically this morning for a visible healing. 
not much more visible than fingers. Amen. How many know we can be bold and pray for real miracles? I'm thankful when God heals a headache. I don't know if you're listening to my voice right now, but I shouldn't be even preaching. My voice is better now than it was in the first first half. First half. But when he had put them all outside, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. He took the child by the hand and said, Talitha Kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl arose, Bria, amen, and walked. For she was 12 years of age. See, Bria's already walking, and she's younger than that. And they were overcome with great amazement. You know what this world needs and this city needs is they need to see miracles. They need to see things that don't make sense take place and happen. They need to see lives change and miracles happen so that people will believe on the God that we are preaching. Does anybody believe in this place? Anybody said, don't be afraid. Only believe. So it's our job to believe, and God's job is the rest. And if things don't happen like I want, I still believe the next time. And I still believe the next day. And like I said, I'm going to keep believing till I go home. Amen? Is anybody going to live that kind of life in here? We're just going to keep believing and keep believing and keep believing until we go home? Let me give you one more verse. Look what the Bible says in Matthew 10. This is why we do this called his 12 disciples, and he gave them power, 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 wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of Jesus. And he gave them power, church, think about this, over unclean spirits and to cast them out, and they ha- he hadn't even been resurrected yet. How much more power do we have today than they had then? Matter of fact, the Bible says if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, it will quicken your mortal body. So he's given this power to these disciples, and they hadn't, he hadn't even resurrected yet. He hadn't even defeated death yet. He hadn't even sent them to the upper room yet. But today, we got it better Because we got this thing already written. The Bible's already done. Jesus already came out the grave. They've already fell on Pentecost. We have all the power that they have and some to heal the sick. And it says to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Amen. And spirits of darkness have to flee. Amen. There's no demon power that can be in this place right now, that can hinder the work of God. There's no sorcery, divination, incantation, or witchcraft that can stop the power of God. When we moved into the other building over there on Fort Worth Drive, it was a wicked club. It was a wicked, extra wicked place the year before we moved in. It was called Lucid. Five words. That's why we changed Lucid to Jesus. And that Lucid meant darkness. 
And we went into that place, and there was rooms that they had set apart for wickedness, full of alcohol and all kinds of things. And people would ask us, aren't you afraid to go in there? Aren't you worried about taking that building over? And I said, as soon as we decided to have that building, those demons began to run and flee out of that place. They weren't going to hang out in that place. They can't hang out. If you're afraid of the devil, you need to get Jesus in you. There's no power in hell that can defeat Jesus. And we need to take authority. If you've got a spirit that is, that is hindering you or lying to you or, or saying things to you, you need to tell that spirit to get out. Go. You don't have to beg him or say, please, go. In Jesus' name. Power over unclean spirits. Amen. As the musicians begin to come, I want you to believe right now that God can heal your body. I want you to believe right now that God can heal your marriage. I want you to believe right now that God can heal your kid. He can heal your family. He can heal your situation. He can heal your finances. Whatever you need, God is here. Jesus is in the midst. And he's here to work. And we're going to believe that. Amen? One last verse, Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And look at this. And by his stripes, we are healed. Father, all over this place this morning, I declare by faith, God, that you are healing even now. Father, even as people were driving into the parking lot, God, even as people were getting out of their car, even as people were worshiping this morning, God, during praise and worship, I declare you were healing. I declare you were doing something, God, in the hearts of people, in the lives of people. And I pray today as we go to, to declare these things done that you're going to manifest that power in this place. All over this place, Holy Spirit, you're dealing with people. You're ministering to hearts. You're ministering to minds. You're ministering to the sick, to the lost. And right now, as you're listening to my voice all over this place, if you do not know Jesus, you're not saved. You've never been born again. I want to give you the opportunity to meet Jesus this morning. The one who died on the cross, not just for your healing, but for your sins. How many would say, Pastor, I need Jesus this morning? Just lift up your hand. Put it right back down all over this place. I see your hand. How many more all over this place? I need Jesus. I need Jesus. If you died today, are you for sure that you stand before God as a Savior? Or would you stand before Him as a judge? Bible says that when we're absent from this body, we're present with the Lord. We're either going one or two places, but Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I'm the life. No one comes unto the Father except through me. He is the way today. Have you put your faith in him? Those that are watching online, have you put your faith in him this morning? Are you saved? I know today that I'm saved. I know today that I'm forgiven because I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. And he made a way for me to be saved and forgiven. 
How many more all across this place? Maybe you're backslidden. Maybe you knew the Lord at some point in your life like I did when I was 19 years old. And today you need to give your life back to God. Today's the day of reconciliation. Today's the day of redemption. How many would say, Pastor, pray for me. Just put your hand up. Put it right back down all over this place. God sees your hands. God sees your hands. Amen. Let's stand to our feet this morning. Those that are watching online, we're going to say a prayer in just a moment. If you raised your hand and you meant it and you want to make a public confession of your faith, I want to ask you to step out of your seat to the nearest aisle and come down here. We're going to pray for you this morning. Just step out quickly if you raised your hand. Just come down and we'll pray for you. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. If you're watching online this morning, hallelujah. God's doing a work. Amen. How many more? How many more? Are you sure you're ready? Because I've done my part. I've presented them to you. Amen. Let's give her a hand as she comes. Amen. Praise God. How many more? How many more? You'll see this one day if you don't, if you reject Christ, you'll see this just like a movie. And God will say, you were right there in church. Why didn't you give your life to me? Why didn't you make a public confession of me? Why didn't you tell people that you believed in me? Today's the day. Some of you young people, you might be here because your mom and dad dragged, drugged you to church. Make a decision for yourself because you have a spirit of God speaking to you too. You're going to have to, you're not going to be able to say, well, my mom and dad, nope, it's not going to fly. Are you ready? Are you ready? I believe there's some people in here that if Jesus came back today, you wouldn't go. I believe there's some people in here, if you died today, you don't know for sure. You're not for sure. You've got some things to decide. You say, what do you, what do you, what do you have to do with that? I can do it on my own. Do, do what you want. I'm just telling you. The Bible says that when we make a public confession of our faith, he makes a public confession of us in heaven. But he says, if you'll be ashamed of him here, he'll be ashamed of you before his father. I am not ashamed, Paul said, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed. Amen. Let's say a prayer. Those online, those that are here, just say this from your heart. Lord Jesus, I love you. I need you. I'm lost without you. I know that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me clean with your precious blood. I put my faith in you that you defeated death and hell and the grave on that cross and you rose from the dead so I can live forever. Wash me clean please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From this day forward, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to walk with you and glorify your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am saved. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. I want to pray for healing. Lift your hands. God's doing a work in you, Richard. Amen. I want to pray for complete healing of your body, 
of your mind, of your spirit. And God's going to make you a complete man this morning. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, you see this man's heart. You see the decisions that he's making. And Lord, I pray for absolute deliverance from anything and everything, God, that is from his past. I pray you break the chains off his life right now, God, and give him a new day today, Father. And there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. He, God wants you to feel his peace right now. He wants you to know that you are forgiven. He wants you to know that your past is over. And Lord, I thank you for putting a clarity in his mind. I pray for healing in his mind. Lord, that all the things that he says that he has or thinks he has, that the devil has told him or the doctor has told him, I pray deliverance from that now. And he's healed and his mind is in the right place. And God, he has no past experience anymore. He is a new believer and a new creation. All things have been made new. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, Father, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for your peace. In this same attitude of prayer, we're going a little different this morning. If you're here and you need deliverance of something inside, you are being tormented inside. I want you to step down here quickly. Tormented inside. You need something to break. Come on. You need something to break on the inside. You need inner healing. Something to break. Your, your, your past is, is holding on to you and it won't let go. You've made some mistakes, but you need deliverance and healing of that. God wants you, to, more than physical healing, He wants you to be whole inside. Amen. I'm going to wait just a moment. Come on. There's more. You can get set free or you can go home the same way you came in. That's your choice. But God is here. God is here. Amen. God is already doing the work. I'm going to wait just a few more minutes. Let's sing this song while we wait. I'm going to wait just a few moments. The Holy Spirit's dealing with some people. Come on. Come on. Something's been burning on inside. There's some torment. It, it doesn't mean it has to be anything sinful. It means you've got something that shouldn't be there. Amen. Let's sing this. Turn your eyes. Just lift your voice. Lift your hands. We're going to pray for them in just a moment. The Holy Spirit's still dealing with you. Come on. Come on, still time. We'll grow strangely dead in the light of His glory. Come on, there's still time. Don't leave the way you came in. Turn your eyes. Turn your eyes upon. Just begin to pray for him. Where's Josh at? Josh, come up here and pray. Brian and Joy, come up here, please. And then Dwayne, come up here. Pray for these people. Oh, and the things of this world. And the things of this world will grow strange. In the light. Come on, turn your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn your eyes. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Come on. Lord. 
on, lift your voice all across this place. Jesus, Jesus. Something about that name. Worship Jesus this morning. There's something. This morning, Jesus, sing it again. Jesus, you need healing in your body. Come down here. Physical pain, just come down here right now. Physical pain, pain in your body, pain in your back, pain, a growth, a tumor, a cancer, whatever it is. Come down. We're gonna believe. Come by faith this morning. Come by faith this morning. Savior Jesus like the fragrance after the rain come on sing it church Jesus Jesus
you that need physical healing, can you guys come over here to the middle, please? Just, just step this way. It's an act of obedience and faith. I want to have Brenda, you come stand next to Parker. I want you to stand in for Jawan. She's going to stand in. I hope Jawan is watching. She needs a heart chant. No, just by yourself, not with Parker. There you go. I want you to stand in for Jawan. She's standing in for Jawan for a heart transplant or a heart healing. Either way, what God wants to do it. Amen. We're going to believe that she's going to get it today. Today, in Jesus' name. God is already doing a progressive miracle in her because she's at the top of the list. She's, she's not leaving the hospital until she gets a heart. And that's a miracle already. So God's going to do a miracle. I want someone to stand in for my mom, a woman, some woman. Who wants to, Veronica, come stand in for my, actually, you stand in for your mom. Amen. Deonce, you stand in for my mom. Amen. Mom, she's watching too. And mom has continued. And mom's going to see that healing. She has the faith. We're going to believe for her. Amen. If you have somebody that you want to stand in for, you have somebody who is sick right now and they need a miracle, I want you to come up here and stand in for them. Just come right now, quickly. Come stand in, Joely, for your mom. Amen. Standing for your dad or somebody else? Your friend, that's right, that's right. Thank you, thank you. Standing in for a friend. Who else? Your mom, okay. John, you guys stand, come over here and get over here, get in the middle. Not that God can't heal you anywhere, but come on over here, come on. Standing in for somebody? Your mom? Our faith can make our loved ones whole. When they can't get here, it don't matter. Amen. Now, which one? Which are you guys in physical pain right now? Knees jacked up, left one. Okay. Mike. Shoulders, knees, hands and toes, heads and toes. Isn't that a song? Shoulders, knees, heads and toes. Amen. Elbow. All right. Parker. Foot, foot and leg. Okay. Who else is in physical pain? Your feet. Your heels. Okay. Pain on both sides. God can heal you right now. As we begin to pray, that pain's just going to lift. You're standing in for Jawan. Go back over there. You're standing in for Jawan. We need you to. We need you to be focus. Focus on Jawan. 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 <laughs> I know. I know. You believe? Do you believe if we pray right now, He'll take that pain away? If Jesus was here instead of me, do you believe if He touched you, He'd be healed? Amen. God sees it. Amen. Extend your hands, Father, right now every person that's here physical pain be gone right now in the knee in the foot in the heels God in our shoulders in our back oh in the name of Jesus I pray you touch my mom touch her body now as Deonza stands in God touch your one's body right now oh Jesus give her a heart right now in the name of Jesus Oh, God, these moms that these ladies are standing in for, Father, in the name of Jesus, by your stripes we're healed. By your stripes we're healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we're healed. In Jesus' name, God, pain be gone right now. In Jesus' name, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Jesus, remove his pain. Oh, we believe, God, we believe. We know there's nothing you cannot do. 
We know there's nothing impossible for you. Oh, Jesus, we magnify your name. Now, as we thank him, as we begin to sing this song again, I want you to begin to thank him that it's done. Oh, Jesus, we magnify your name. Oh, shout it out to Jesus. 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 Like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus. 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 Let all heaven. Come on, thank him and earth. Proclaim. If you have a knee or a shoulder or a foot, begin to move it around. Begin to bend it and see that that pain is gone in the name of Jesus. Begin to do something you could not do before. And be surprised that that pain is gone right now by the glory and the power and the honor of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Sing it one more time. Jesus. 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 Oh, there's something. Something. Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Worship Him, Master, Savior, Jesus.
just tell them what you felt. It was weird. My legs started spasming, and most of the pain is gone. Amen. Start moving it like this. We're going to believe for it all to be gone. All of it. Amen. Pray and be gone. Joe? Uh, pain in my elbow. I've had, like, tennis elbow for about six months. Most people have seen me wearing a brace. Praise God. Come up here on this step. Put, put pressure on it. However it would hurt. Hmm? No pain. Hey Amen. I wish you could see her face. There's nothing like the face of a healed person. Amen. Father, never again. That it never come back again. Never, ever, ever again, Father. For your glory and your honor, Jesus. Halalabosete. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Lift your hands all across this place. We're about to go offline, but we want to pray. Father, thank you for touching Sue's body right now. And Joyce. God, all those that are watching at home that can't physically get here, thank you for touching God. Ellie, right now, in Jesus' name. Mom's body. Jerwan. Oh, we thank you for the presence of the Lord that's in this place this morning. Just begin to thank him one more time. Just begin to worship him one more time because he is the healer. He is the king. He is the master. Yes, Jesus. Come on, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord one more hand cup of praise. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to be Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.